What is happening, everybody? This is episode 82 of the Movie Maniacs podcast. I'm your host, Noah, and today we've got a pretty cool movie to talk about. Well, we'll get into whether it's a cool or not, but I think that we've got something worthy of note to discuss. I'm talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 2022. This was a movie that I was aware of, wasn't sure whether or not it was going to actually come out, and yet here it is, and I thought that the trailer looked pretty interesting. I really enjoyed the visuals and the music. You know, this is Colin Colin Stetson, who did the Hereditary score, and I love the music for Hereditary, and when the single for this movie dropped, what the theme and the vibe was going to look like, and I listened to it, it was just great music, and so I was really digging the score, really digging the visuals, I love the original Toby Hooper Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, I think it's a really important film, and sometimes it's not given a lot of credit, the low-budget horror that Toby Hooper is able to bring in, I think is very important, very influential. You can see it have an influence in later horror movies. I think the way that he worked with that low budget is just is really awesome. I haven't seen the other sequels. I'm probably going to get to them at some point. I wanted to walk into this one fresh. I was talking about doing a retrospective. It didn't happen... Uh, Time just did not gel up, lots of stuff going on, so I wasn't able to get to that retrospective, and I honestly think that that's going to be okay. When Patrick and I talked about Halloween 1976 and Halloween 2018, we just had seen those two films, and we didn't watch any of the sequels, and I'm doing something very similar here. This is very much trying to get a piece of what David Gordon Green got with Halloween 2018, that revival that that franchise got. I think that that's what they're hoping to get with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Even though I liked a lot of the visuals and the music, I wasn't sure if this was going to to work necessarily. It, It looked like it had the elements of being a potentially bad film just with the way some of the acting looked, the story. I groaned when we when I realized that they were going to bring back the lady from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. When you watch Halloween 1976, Laurie Strode makes an impression on you. The girl in Texas Chainsaw Massacre did not make an impression on me. I didn't think that that, you know, and we don't have the actress actually coming back, but... You know, I just didn't really feel like that they had earned that like level of respect with that character or admiration for them to think that bringing her back was going to be cool at all. And whatever my thoughts are on this movie, it's really not. like Her coming into the story is not very interesting. And that was something that I wasn't very excited to find. It wasn't something I was expecting or wanting. But I was pushing that aside and, and hoping for the best. I wanted this movie to work. I was hoping for some gore, even though I understand, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that original movie, not a gore-heavy film, kind of light on the gore. It's really all in the atmosphere and the implied that that really gets really gets you with that movie. 
this is a very gore heavy film and it's kind of just you know and you got to understand that horror is a, a, even more gore based than it used to be halloween texas chainsaw massacre those original movies were not that gory they had some blood but not a lot of blood and now you watch challenge 2018 and texas chainsaw massacre 2022 and they are just you know gory to you know the the max and texas chainsaw massacre is easily the most gory of the two. I don't think that that is going to, you know, like really shift the recommend. I'm going to say that if you are interested in gore, this may be a movie for you, but I'm going to need something a little bit more to get me on board with this movie. And so we're going to talk about that. Let's start off with the positives here. And the positives are that I think that this movie gets some pretty cool shots snuck in. I don't know if this movie's that well directed overall. It doesn't feel very tight, but occasionally, you know, and you, and this is kind of stuff you can see from the trailer. I think the trailer has the best shots of the movie. It's when, you know, Leatherface comes out of the, the corn and you, you kind of get like that, that slumped figure, him dancing with the chainsaw. You get, some of the best visuals of the movie just in that trailer. But there are some snippets that I think will, you know, that people who like pretty looking movies can appreciate. I enjoyed the look of the movie. I liked it. I liked most of its aesthetic. I wish it had more of an atmosphere. That would be my big complaint. I didn't get a vibe from this movie. I didn't get any atmosphere. That was pretty disappointing for me because you watch that Texas Chainsaw Mask movie and it is just atmosphere to the core. I mean, it's all atmosphere. It's all about, you know, making you kind of feel this discomfort. And Texas Chainsaw Mask really is just a movie that lives off the gore. And it is great gore. That is the second positive that I think this movie has is the gore is really good. Like, it, I mean, it's bloody. It's gross you know i was definitely you know going to you a couple times it's not scary i i, I want to put an emphasis on that the texas chainsaw massacre movie originally directed by toby hooper that is a movie that sticks with you and i didn't really feel like this movie it definitely didn't stick with me i didn't really feel like it had any tension or anything close to a scare I was just kind of sitting back and guessing who was going to die and who wasn't. And that really isn't a fun game to play with a horror movie. I would like to be scared. This movie did not provide any anything decent to a scare, anything close. And that is a, something that I had a problem with. But I, I think that if you're here for the gore and... I know, like, you know, my mom that watched this movie with me, but she is not in it for the gore. She she is not in it for that stuff. That's the kind of the stuff she turns away from when we watch horror movies. I can appreciate the gore. I Occasionally, I'll really enjoy it. But about halfway through, you recognize that this movie is just living to, you know, give you gore and violence. That wasn't really enough for me i need something a little bit more to back that up it's just it's all uh it's like if you get a tub of icing and you get that spoon you just kind of start eating the icing i don't know if you've ever done that before but i've done that a couple times and you start eating the icing 
And about like three spoonfuls in, you you kind of go, well, I've got a full on that icing. You don't really have a whole lot, but you realize that flavor is kind of already, you know, it was already a little bit too much for you. But if you have, you know, something to go with that icing, you can have a lot more of it. You just you have a much better time, even though that first initial bite into the icing is is really fun and it tastes good. By that second and third bite, it's it's not going to taste nearly as sweet. I don't know where I'm going with this metaphor. I'm really sorry that you're having to listen to this, but the gore in this movie is great, but it just wasn't enough for me to like go, well, this is an instant recommend just because it's got great gore. I, we're going to get into it, but I the big problem I have with this movie is it has nothing to back it up with besides gore. That is really all this movie is, is just gore. And this kind of brings me into my negatives here, and we're kind of already stopping there. I, I kind of been trying. I've been trying to play coy here, and I haven't been doing a great job. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna spell it out for you guys. Y'all deserve to know my feelings. I'm not gonna try and hide it from you. This movie sucks. It's really bad. It, I've seen six movies this year. This is the worst. This is the worst movie I've seen this year. It's bad. I'm breaking down, guys. I can't. I can't hide it from you. This is bad. It was a bad movie. I realized that about 20 minutes in. Oh, great. This is you know probably 10. 10 minutes in, you know, you meet the trucker dude. Pulls up in the gas station. There's a chainsaw corkscrew, and then the guy is like, "Huh, I'm a Texan and I like guns." And I instantly I was out like. No, I'm done. I, I was not in the mood. I did not want that to be this movie trying to make some comment on Western culture, especially now where it seems like, you know, and I'm from Arkansas, so maybe I'm kind of feeling a little hurt myself, but it just, I don't, I don't really feel like this movie like has anything to say about the difference between city folk and and country bumpkins, it, it's kind of like, oh, this dynamic is there, but we're not really going to comment on it. We're not going to try and make a statement. It's just like, well, this is a dynamic that exists, and we're going to kind of ignore that, not really give you any resolution to it. There's not, you don't end the movie feeling like, well, those city folk were wrong, and you don't end it going, well, those country guys really suck. It's just like they both. They both leave you ambivalent, and pretty much they both die. You know the and it's a massacre. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's like four people that die, right? Like four. This movie, at least two dozen, a dozen at least, a dozen. We'll we'll stick with a dozen. A dozen people die, and you know it's it's taking it up a notch in gore. But I'm noticing it kind of detract from all the other values. And that Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is not a great piece of character work. But it never asks to be that. Toby Hooper just puts you into a really wild experience. And you know what? It's it's very rewarding, I think. It's gross, but it's rewarding. This movie asks you to care for these characters. And... It doesn't work. There's nothing to care about. I hate every character in this movie. I'm just going to spell that out for you. Uh, who is it? Um, Elsie Fisher from 8th Grade. She's really good in that movie. 
her performance did not do much for me here. And the main the main actress here, I'm trying to think of her name. Let me pull it up real quick because I just I want to make sure I get this right. Sarah Yarkin. She was not bad, I would say. I get her plight. I like her as the movie progresses. She was probably my favorite character. But these side characters are awful. And look, I made this complaint earlier today that one of the things I really could not stand about this movie was how stupid these characters are. And it was ended up being one of the biggest problems I had was just how dumb all every character in this movie is. They make the dumbest decisions you could possibly expect them to make. And I, I, I thought that I knew how dumb horror movie characters were could get i was wrong i haven't seen texas chainsaw massacre 2022 because less movie just is full of dumb characters who make dumb decisions almost every character is given an opportunity to escape and chooses not to out of some misguided idea i don't understand what is going on? Like, what, what compels these characters to do it is just oh, it, it it's mind-boggling. I I was tearing my hair out. I'm sitting in the in the living room downstairs and I'm just tearing my hair out. I couldn't believe what I was doing to myself, just like trying to find something to like about these characters, and at every opportune moment. They stab me in the back, just like there's no way these writers are gonna try and make me like these characters because they're always making them do the dumbest decision possible. And I could not take it. I I just could not take it. I lost any amount of love I could have possibly had for these characters, and I never had any to begin with. But it was sucked dry. There's no love here. I didn't like these characters. And when you look at how this movie deals with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre lore, which at the start I thought could have been a cool idea because and when that movie was originally released, it was kind of hyped up to be based on a true story, even though it kind of like, like just like, you know, how like something like The Science of the Lambs is based on a true story, which, you know, it's not. It's kind of nitpicking certain certain things from other real life cases the texas chainsaw massacre did the same thing i i i was interested in seeing if this movie was going to have anything cool to say about the lore because i liked that a lot about halloween 2018 i liked the way that that movie dealt with the lore of that original movie i don't know what's going on with leatherface here i i didn't think he was like that menacing I, he just kind of like keeps coming back. And this movie completely misses what is so great about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Leatherface is kind of the poster boy, but that is like a, a movie about a family, a really sick family subverting the typical idea of your American family. The people and the, there's like a, that three member family and they're sick, they're weird. And it's, like I said, it's kind of this subversion of the classic American family trope. It's not just about Leatherface, even though, you know, the skin mask and the chainsaw, the the overalls, it's what you take out of the movie the most. 
But people seem to be missing that this movie is about a family. Uh, there are two other characters that are a part of this Leatherface concept. And Leatherface himself is not that interesting. This family is interesting. This movie has nothing to do with that original concept about the family. It's just Leatherface. And as I said, Leatherface is not that interesting. So if you if you don't have an interesting you know villain or or slasher, I'm not sure what you're doing here. I mean, Michael is... You know, you look at the Halloween series, and I'm kind of going back to that again, but he's got this dynamic with Laurie that is that is cool, and you want to see how it ends up. That's why I'm excited for Halloween Ends this year. I care about that dynamic. I didn't give a crap about the dynamic between the girl and that original 70s Texas Chainsaw Massacre and this movie, and in, and this movie here. Like, I didn't care about any relationship between her and Leatherface. They did not have a relationship and I do like that, you know, kind of a little bit of spoiler here, but the movie acknowledges they have no dynamic. It, it acknowledges that to Leatherface, she means nothing. She's just another victim. He doesn't remember her. He doesn't care. I like that they brought that in, but I feel like it wastes too much time on their relationship. And it doesn't even spend that much time on it, but I feel like it spends enough time to where I wish it was spent elsewhere if you understand what i'm saying this movie should have focused more on giving me characters that i like and creating an atmosphere and a really engaging style besides always using the great score that it's got other than that it has no real you know style or atmosphere it's just got some really cool shots the occasional visual you know talent put behind it i think it occasionally looks good but the movie is dumb. It is a dumb film. If you like gore, sure, you know, a, a recommend, I guess. But for me, I want something a little bit more. I wanted a, a story I could get behind. I didn't care about the characters. I didn't care about what this movie was doing with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre lore. And I'm getting really tired of saying Texas Chainsaw Massacre over and over and over again. If you are an original fan, I would say just leave it. Like, just leave this series and stick with that original movie because that film does something special. And I don't think any of these sequels are going to have what that movie did so well. Uh, you can't really ask for a movie to be low budget, I guess. But I wish that this movie had some drive on it. But it's got that those Netflix dollars, you know? And it's just... It's not, it's not a great film. I... I was hoping that it would be, but it ultimately disappointed. It didn't even satisfy as like a three-star horror flick. It's a bad movie. Poorly written, like I said, sloppy characters that you do not care about, and then it's not scary. Like, not once did I jump. It's not a scary movie, and nothing interesting about it. It's a strong not recommend. I hope this is... I, I can't imagine anything worse this year, quite frankly. It's it's really bad, and I wanted it to be good, but I sat there just wasting 90 minutes of my time, and I did not appreciate that. If this sounds like something that would be up your alley, go for it. But to the average moviegoer, there is better stuff on Netflix, better stuff out there. Do not waste your time with this. I watched... Steven Soderbergh's new movie, Kimmy, right after this. It's another 90-minute movie. And it was 
a billion times better. It was a really fun thriller, really well acted, really well directed. Everything in this movie's not. Go check it out. It's nothing like revolutionary. I won't crack my top 10 hopefully by the end of the year. I hope there are better movies to come. But it was a really solid movie, just like No Sudden Move last year. It, it was really interestingly shot. I liked all the concepts in it. It's just a far better movie. So go watch it on HBO Max. It's far better than this. And if you're a fan, that's great. But I this just did not just it just did not do it for me. So it is a strong not recommend. Stay away from it. It it just I think that the creators behind this missed what people liked originally about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it was this weird, not art house, but grimy, um, low budget atmospheric film that you know was kind of weirdly sick and funny at the same time it just a really weird package and this is just easily just another meh horror sequel that I won't think about again it's it was a blip I was mad watching it I didn't want to see it again the credits after the movie's over are great they're really well shot actually though you know you always get the image credits and you get the chainsaw and all that the 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 end credits are really cool but this is nothing great guys so go watch something else there's gonna be better stuff this year don't you you don't need to make a point to see this i'm i'm excited for scream to come onto vod i'm gonna watch that series i'm gonna talk about it it's gonna be i think hopefully it's gonna be a far better film i know it came out in theaters but we are, we're going to have to see. I, I'm excited for that movie to come out. I was hoping to catch it in theaters, but we're going to have to see. Um, I'm really excited to see that when it comes out available to rent. But thank you guys so much for listening to that review. It was hard, you know. I didn't want to see this movie, but I did, you know, for you guys. And I hope it was worth it, you know. Got about a 18-minute review out of there. There's more engaging stuff to come i think this was a an unfortunate film not one i enjoyed watching there is some good stuff to come in the future i'm seeing the batman next week and i am super hyped more hyped than i've ever been for a movie and i was more hyped than i'd ever been last year for dune so i'm on a whole new level of hype we're gonna talk about it it's on a whole other level, I got, I'm going to an early fan screening. I'm I could not be more excited for this movie, guys. Batman is is just he's my guy. You know, I got you know I, I even bought a Batman Funko Pop for this movie. That was just how excited I was. And I don't even collect Funko Pops. I think they're stupid. But I realized if I was ever going to get a Funko Pop, it was going to be for the Batman. And I made it a point that the Batman was going to be my first and only Funko Pop. I'm really excited to talk about that movie next week. That's, oh my gosh, I'm super excited. We're going to see whether it's a solo review or not. But either way, I'm really excited to get to jump on the show, talk about this movie coming up. I think it's going to be great. I actually have not done a whole Batman rewatch. I may return to the Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises. We'll see whether or not that happens. Because I think that this movie has the potential, guys, to be the best Batman movie that we've gotten. We're going to see it. I may even do a whole episode just breaking down my hype so you guys can see 
whether or not this really did meet up with my expectations. We're going to talk about it. I rewatched the Lego Batman movie, a movie I didn't remember liking but actually really enjoyed on rewatch it was actually really fun probably just as good as the lego movie maybe better maybe i don't know it was it felt much more focused which i could appreciate but i kind of liked the scatteredness of the lego movie i'm not sure which one i like more but i was actually really surprised i like will arnett you know i talked about him with murderville he's a really fun comedic actor i like his batman a lot that's that was ended up being just a really fun movie to watch so I, I'm hoping the Batman's going to be a little better than the Lego Batman movie. But either way, I, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a good movie. I can't see it being a bad film. The only question is, is whether or not it lives up to the potential of being a truly great film. We're going to have to see. I hope it does. But until then, we can only speculate. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time doing that. Next month or is it or is it this month this this month march 27th we've got the oscars march 27th at 7 p.m ladies and gentlemen i am very excited not no <laughs> i'm not excited i want to do this though and here's what i'm doing to spice it up you know the oscars they're not very exciting not a lot of people are going to tune in Here's what I'm doing. I'm announcing it. Hopefully, I'm not going to back out of it. I'm announcing it right now. Haven't mentioned this to anybody besides, you know, the family. We are going to be doing a live watch of the Oscars. I'm going to sit down at the table, prop up a camera, and we're going to watch this movie. I'm going to do it live on YouTube. We don't have any content on our Movie Maniacs podcast channel. We're going to get some. Before then, we're going to start building it up. Another big announcement, guys. This is really going to be a fun thing. I'm excited. You guys can tune in live on YouTube. I'm going to watch the whole show. I'm going to yell. I'm going to scream. I'm going to tear my hair out. If you really want to get see me get riled up, then you need to turn in March 27th because I'm going to have a lot of thoughts, lots of things to say at 7 p.m., I believe it's central time. I'll get all that information out there. Once we clear things up a little bit more, I'll smooth everything out. I am very excited to get to do this. This is going to be a lot of fun. I, I, I'm ecstatic, actually. I, this was not an Oscar ceremony I was excited for. Doing this live has me very pumped, very excited. I think that it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys tune in for that. I think it'll spice things up a little bit, and hopefully we can just come on live and have a fun time. And I'll even see if we can, you know, read some comments. You know, I our, look, I'll be honest with you guys. We don't have a big listener fan base. I'm not expecting anybody to tune in. If you want to, that's great. I hope you do. But, I, man, I'm just here, you know, yell a little bit, scream. I'm going to be mad. It's, you know, I don't even care for this ceremony but i always end up getting riled up and i don't know why but anyway i i hope that that is something we can work out i'm gonna go ahead and announce it that's gonna be something that we're gonna try and do march 27th 7 p.m man i am i'm very excited i think that this is gonna be a lot of fun if we end up pulling this off and then i've also and this is you know still in the wind here but i'm trying to take the podcast to a visual medium through youtube 
I'm going to upload some episodes. You know, we're going to start making the visual format as well as an audio form. And that's really something that I'm going to be trying to build up. It's something I've wanted to do for a while. And everything just clicked for me mentally where I realized this is going to be something that I'm going to try and work towards, plan out. It's going to be a project that I'm excited to work on. And it'll hopefully make this show even better. I'm always trying to make this show better. We're going to see. But if those are things you are excited about, if you got thoughts, moviemaniacs2020 at gmail.com. Always, guys. Always. And I hope that you guys give me that feedback. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really excited. This The future of the show is, is looking fun. And um, I'm really excited. This movie might have been uh, pretty bad, but I'm really excited. The, the future is looking good. And it's not often... You hear that, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try and make it that way. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, I'm, I'm very excited. Live show for the Oscars and hopefully turning this podcast into a visual medium as well as keeping it audio. I, I am very excited. Those are all things that I'm really excited to work work towards. So remember, moviemanx2020 at gmail.com. Five stars on Spotify, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys once again. Thank you guys so much for your continual support, listening to the show. It makes me excited. Our Murderville episode well, has just been, you know, it's been doing a lot better, and uh, our it's than some of our other episodes have. And it's I, I don't know what it was about that episode, but I'm glad that we've got people listening. So thank you so much for listening, guys. I I really do want to say that I appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a good one. This is episode 82 of the Movie Manx podcast. Thank you for listening.